This is the Poison Terminator podcast. My name is Carlo Diolem. The Los Angeles County Health Department has been investigating several cases of flea-borne typhus in recent weeks. Flea-borne typhus is an infectious disease that is also present in Texas and Hawaii. Today, our guest, Dr. Ayman Halai, will tell us how we can protect ourselves from this disease. Dr. Halai is a medical epidemiologist and chief of the Vector Born and Neurological Infections Unit of the Acute Communicable Disease Control Division at Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Halai. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Dr. Halai, we hear the word flea in flea-borne typhus. Uh, does this mean that fleas cause the disease? So flea-borne typhus is um, actually caused by a bacteria called Rickettsia typhi. The bacteria are spread by the flea. So the flea is a vector that carries the bacteria between animals and humans. Flea-borne typhus is also called endemic typhus, or by its older name of murine typhus, where murine means related to rodents. Another bacteria called Rickettsia felis is closely related, and and, in clinical symptoms and on testing, it's difficult to distinguish between felis and typhi. And so when we talk about flea-borne typhus in the U.S., we are referring to both these bacteria. The rickettsia felis bacteria is associated with cats and possums. Both are spread by fleas, either the rat flea or the cat flea. Which uh, animals carry the fleas uh, that can cause uh, flea-borne typhus? So there are three main animal reservoirs of flea-borne typhus in um, the United States. So historically, it was primarily the primarily rodents and the rat flea, and now, you know, in, especially in suburban areas, it's the cat flea, which is present on cats as well as possums. How do we become infected with flea-borne typhus? So people get sick uh, when. Infected flea feces, or commonly called flea dirt, is rubbed into the bite site or through cuts or scrapes in the skin or rubbed into eyes or less commonly when the dried flea feces is inhaled. Fleas uh, that carry one of these bacteria that you just mentioned uh, can go from animal to human. Can they go from human to human? No, the fleas do not go from human to human. Um, the, the fleas are actually wingless, and so they jump, and they prefer their host animals. The fleas can jump to humans, incidentally, when humans come into close contact with the animal that's carrying the fleas. What are the symptoms associated with the flea-borne typhus? Flea-borne typhus typically is a non-specific illness, so patients will complain of fever, headache, body aches and pains, nausea, vomiting, And um, in some patients, there's a rash, but that's not always present. So it's very similar to the common cold or, um, or, or the flu. Most people will recover even without treatment, but in some cases, the disease can be very severe and require hospitalization. Severe cases may have um, dysfunction of the liver, the kidneys, heart, and lungs. In rare cases, um, death may also occur. Is... Um Flea-borne typhus, uh, a disease difficult to diagnose? Yes, it can be because it's so nonspecific. So it really requires um, the physician to have a high index of suspicion 
And there have been reports from, you know, other local health departments that it may take four to five visits before a person is diagnosed with flea-borne typhus. Let's say a, a patient suspects that he has a flea-borne typhus. Uh, what type of information should he provide to the physician? So if a person suspects that um, he or she has flea-borne typhus, he should undergo a complete evaluation by a healthcare provider. And that is so that other diagnoses can also be considered and tested for. Um, exposure history is really important with flea-borne typhus. So exposure to rodents, stray cats, possums would be important to mention, especially if the person was in close contact with these animals, whether it was to feed them, rescue them, move them away, or whether they're just uh, present in their living environment. Um, if a person has a pet dog or cat that is allowed outside, the pet dog or cat may get fleas from other animals and bring them back, uh, especially if the pet is not on appropriate flea control. And fleas on pets would be another important point to mention as well. How long does it take for individuals with flea-borne typhus to experience the first symptoms of the disease? So typically, the um, period from infection to symptoms is about two weeks, but it can vary from anywhere from six to 15 days. Is the occurrence of this uh, disease uh, seasonal? So for us here in Los Angeles County, most of our cases come through in summer and fall, but there are a small number of cases that are all year round. What is the treatment for a flea-borne typhus? So flea-borne typhus can be effectively treated with antibiotics. The antibiotic of choice is doxycycline, which is typically given for 5 to 10 days. And most okay. patients have a very good response to it. How do you decontaminate your house if fleas get inside? So the fleas, even if they get inside, you know, they'll only persist if you have animals or rodents in your house on which they can live. So if there is a flea problem in your home that you've noticed or flea infestation, um, the recommendations are to vacuum daily all furnishings, carpets, and floors to remove fleas or flea eggs. Um, steam cleaning of carpets can be considered. The hot steam and soap can kill fleas in all their life stages. Um, and particular attention should be given to areas where pets sleep. Um, uh, washing all pet bedding and family bedding on which the pets may have laid down would be important um, in hot soapy water and repeating this every two to three weeks. Um, if you have pets, um, you can use a flea comb to remove the adult fleas, especially in the neck and the tail area, and then uh, make sure that your pets are on uh, appropriate flea control. Is there a way to know if a domestic pet has a flea-borne typhus? Sure, there are a few signs that you can look for, um, such as abnormal scratching or licking or biting, especially in the neck and the tail area or in the groin area. Um, the bites can have an allergic reaction, so there can be red spots at areas of flea bites. Hair loss has been, you know, can occur. Um, and then the flea feces or the flea dirt uh, may appear as reddish-brown or black specks on uh, the pet's body or around your home. What steps can we take to protect our family from uh, flea-borne typhus? So the main prevention strategy is really decreasing any opportunity of contact with fleas or animals that carry fleas. And, you know, the, the animals need shelter to be able to nest, and they need food. 
So storing trash in secured bins um, and clearing it away, especially around the home area, to avoid attracting animals, discouraging stray animals and rodents from taking shelter around your home by closing up crawl spaces, attics, trimming out vegetation, and then avoiding petting or feeding stray animals is important making sure domestic pets are in appropriate flea control. And then, of course, when you're outside, um, you know, you should consider using insect repellent to not only protect yourself from fleas, but also other insects, such as ticks and mosquitoes, which also can carry diseases. Is there an insect repellent that you would uh, recommend? So here in the U.S., we recommend Environmental Protection Agency, so EPA-approved insect repellent. And, um, you know, those insect repellents contain DEET and many other different products, and you can, they can be found on our website. Can you uh, apply that on children? So there, again, it's really important to read the product instructions before application. Insect repellents are not uh, recommended for children less than two months of age. There are certain ingredients that are not recommended for different age um, children. Um, I think it, some, in some cases it goes up to three years of age. So it's really important to read the um, uh, you know, instructions on the repellent that, you, that you're going to use before applying it. Is there a particular reason or event in your life that made you choose to study flea-borne typhus? Um, so I'm an infectious disease doctor and a medical epidemiologist by profession. Um, I did a lot of research on Zika virus in Brazil during my infectious disease training, um, and that got me interested in mosquito-borne diseases. When a position opened up at the health department in the vector-borne disease section, it was kind of a natural transition for me. And flea-borne typhus is one of the vector-borne diseases that we monitor at um, my program. And I guess that's what kind of led me to the study of flea-borne typhus. Can you talk about the uh, outreach activities done by the Los Angeles County uh, Department of uh, Public Health? Sure. So we've uh, done, you know, we primarily do um, outreach to physicians and also some outreach to uh, the public. For uh, outreach to physicians is done through our health alert network, and we've pushed out health alerts through that network to inform physicians about, you know, the current outbreaks here, um, how, when to suspect, how to diagnose, and how to treat typhus. And this goes back to, you know, the the high index of suspicion because it's so hard to um, recognize. Um, to just uh, kind of increase that awareness among physicians that this is ongoing in the community right now, and especially to consider it with certain exposures. We've also done outreach to local veterinarians uh, so that they can have, make sure that their pets are in appropriate flea control and also kind of take precautions around their homes to prevent um, exposure um, of their pets and their families to typhus. In terms of public outreach, we work with a lot with our community partners, and we have uh, developed resources on flea-borne typhus uh, for the public. We've distributed it to our high-risk a- within our high-risk areas, and we have plans to distribute it to a wider, um, um, you know, across the county, um, just to increase the general awareness as well. Is there anything you would like to add, uh, or a website that you would like to share? Sure. We have um, a typhus website, and that can be found 
on the LA County Department of Public Health webpage. And, and there you can find some materials. Um, there is a frequently asked questions a flyer. There's an occupational flyer that might be helpful um, if you want to learn more about typhus. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Halai, for giving us tips on how to deal with flea-borne typhus. You're most welcome. I'm Thank the you. Poison Terminator. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening and have a great day.